Hello and welcome to Ecom Tips Publication Podcast, free forever for everyone. Enjoy this podcast and look for more daily on all types of topics. Fritz Zwicky, Swiss astronomer, heard of him? He worked most of his life at the California Institute of Technology in the United States of America, where he made many important contributions in theoretical and observational astronomy. Wikipedia. Fritz Zwicky, an astronomer at the California Institute of Technology, stumbled across the gravitational effects of dark matter in the early 1930s while studying how galaxies move within the coma cluster. The coma cluster consists of approximately 1,000 galaxies spread over about 2 degrees on the sky roughly the size of your thumb held at arm's length, and four times the size of the Sun and the Moon seen from Earth. Gravity binds the galaxies together into a cluster, known as a galaxy cluster. Unlike the gravitationally bound planets in our solar system, however, the galaxies do not orbit a central heavy object like the Sun and thus execute more complicated orbits. With all reserve we advance the view that a supernova represents the transition of an ordinary star into a neutron star consisting mainly of neutrons. Such a star may possess a very small radius and an extremely high density. As neutrons can be packed much more closely than ordinary nuclei and electrons, the gravitational packing energy in a cold neutron star may become very large, and under certain conditions may far exceed the ordinary nuclear packing fractions. Fritz's Wiki Fritz's Wiki found his scientific home at the California Institute of Technology. From his perch on Caltech's Mount Wilson Observatory, Zwicky discovered more of the exploding stars known as supernovae than all his predecessors combined. But astrophysicists today admire him mostly for his theoretical insights into such phenomena as neutron stars, gravitational lenses, and perhaps most important of all, dark matter. Zwicky's observations of supernovae in distant galaxies laid the foundation of his theoretical work. As he detected supernovae in ever more distant galaxies, he realized that most galaxies combined in clusters. Careful measurements of the light from clusters led him to suggest the existence of dark matter. That may represent his greatest legacy, but he made other key contributions to astrophysics. He predicted that galaxies could act as gravitational lenses, an effect first observed in 1979, five years after his death. And he and his colleague Walter Bond predicted the transition of ordinary stars into neutron stars, first observed in 1967. To carry out his observations, Zwicky persuaded Caltech to build an 18-inch MIT telescope that could capture large numbers of galaxies in a single wide-angle photograph. He used the instrument to make a survey of all the galaxies in the cluster and used measurements of the Doppler shift of their spectra to determine their velocities. He then applied the Virial Theorem. A straightforward application of classical mechanics, the Virial Theorem relates the velocity of orbiting objects to the amount of gravitational force acting on them. Isaac Newton's theory tells us that gravitational force is proportional to the masses of the objects involved. So Zwicky was able to calculate the total mass of the coma cluster from his measured galactic velocities. The coma cluster, which provided the first evidence for dark matter. Zwicky also measured the total light output of all of the cluster's galaxies, which contain about a trillion stars altogether. When he compared the ratio of the total light output to the mass of the coma cluster with a similar ratio for the nearby Captain Stellar system, 
he found the light output per unit mass for the cluster fell short of that from a single Kapton star by a factor of over 100. He reasoned that the coma cluster must contain a large amount of matter not accounted for by the light of the stars. He called it dark matter. Zwicky's measurements took place just after astronomers had realized that galaxies are very large groups of stars. It took some time for dark matter to become the subject of active research it is today. When Zwicky first observed the coma cluster, tests of Einstein's theory were just starting, the first cosmological measurements were taking place, and nuclear physicists were only beginning to develop the theories that would explain the Big Bang and supernovae. Since galaxies are complex, distant objects, it is not surprising that astronomers did not immediately begin to worry about the dark matter problem. By the early 1970s, technology, astronomy, and particle physics had advanced enough that the dark matter problem seemed more tractable. General relativity and nuclear physics had come together in the Big Bang theory of the early universe, and the detection of microwave photons from the time when the first atoms formed from free electrons and protons had put the theory on a solid footing. Larger telescopes and more precise and more sensitive light detectors made astronomical measurements quicker and better. Just as important, the emergence of affordable mini-computers allowed physics and astronomy departments to purchase their own high-performance computers for dedicated astronomical calculations. Every advance set the scene for a comprehensive study of dark matter, and two very important studies of dark matter soon appeared. Fritz Zwicky is not a household name in science today. He was not a superstar of the likes of Einstein, Hubble or Oppenheimer. Yet his influence was significant far more so, I believe, than his present-day lack of fame would suggest. He was one of the broadest and most inventive scientists of his time, and combined theoretical studies with eminently practical, humanitarian activities. Zwicky was born in Varna, Bulgaria, in 1898, the son of a Swiss merchant. At the age of six he was sent to his father's ancestral district in Switzerland, Glarus, for schooling. Although expected to take up a career in commerce, Fritz early bent for science apparently persuaded his father to allow him to study engineering instead. In 1914 he moved to Zurich where he subsequently enrolled in the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology. There he switched to mathematics and experimental physics, wrote his examination essay for no one less than Hermann Weyl, and in 1922 took his doctorate with a dissertation on ionic crystals. Three years later he moved to the California Institute of Technology in Pasadena to work with, among others, the great experimental physicist Robert Millikan. From this point on, Zwicky more or less worked out of Pasadena, both as a faculty member of Caltech, 1927-68, and research director, consultant for Aerojet Engineering Corporation, 1943-61. He became professor of astrophysics at Caltech in 1942 and was a member of the staff of Mount Wilson and Palomar Observatories until his retirement in 1968. I soon became convinced that all the theorizing would be empty brain exercise and therefore a waste of time unless one first ascertained what the population of the universe really consists of. Fritz Zwicky Zwicky has been described as a notorious maverick in science both brilliant and insufferable. He is primarily known for his work in astrophysics, and especially his comprehensive galaxy surveys. However, 
he thrived on investigating and theorizing about extreme phenomena and the boundary conditions of different problems. This led him both to develop a method for systematically investigating multidimensional problem complexes, and to formulating a number of hypotheses which represented significant breakthroughs in astronomy. Roger Kieserling Keyweb Coffers Free, EcomTips Publication, Apps, Blogs, Daily Edition News, Marketing, Shopping, Groups, Daily Live Video, Solds Network, Social Media and more.